GM, welcome to LexLine, brought to you in conjunction with our friends at Rug Radio, where we talk about the latest in legal developments in crypto, blockchain, NFT law. Nothing we discuss should ever be considered legal or financial advice. If you have a specific legal question, you should consult a lawyer. You should do it privately, not on a live recorded Twitter space, because we do record these. If you miss it today, you can always catch a rebroadcast of this on Apple or Spotify podcast. Just check it out on LexLine, and you should be able to catch the podcast episode. We are live here today, and the conversation for today uh, hinges on an interesting debate that went on over the weekend in the space. I pinned a tweet to the nest that kind of summarizes my thoughts on this topic and what is interesting about it. Essentially, what happened here is that over the weekend, a trader tweeted about a bot that was trying to game some blur trades. Essentially, what happened is the trader claimed that while on the NFT marketplace blur, he noticed that a crypto trading bot was copying his NFT bids on the platform. Just for a little context, Blur's NFT marketplace, users obviously can purchase NFTs and they can also place bids just like on all the other marketplaces. And one of the perks on Blur is these bid points, which is the native token, which can be rewarded for bidders who make a lot of bids. So it's kind of a game theory going on on Blur and people are doing a lot of trading and bidding on Blur to game that system and to gain those coins. So in the reward context of Blur, there's a lot of trading going on back and forth of NFTs. And in this particular instance, the trader tweeted that he caught the bot sort of shadowing his Blur NFT bids. This has been reported in an article that I uh, cited to in my blog post uh, from Decrypt entitled NFT Trader Admits Nabbing 1.5 Million in Ethereum. And this had to do with that very uh, bot trade uh, scenario. So what the trader did is the trader went ahead and put up 12 Azuki NFTs for bid on Blur. According to the media reports, the trader next allegedly used another account to place bids of 50 ETH, a bid which is well above the floor price for that particular trait on those particular Azukis, on each of those 12 Azuki NFTs. So in other words, the bidder basically put bids on NFTs that the bidder owned to allegedly lure the bot into copying that move. Well, the bot took the bait and made 50 ETH bids on each of the 12 Azukis. And capitalizing on that exploit, the trader accepted the bids and walked away with a net gain of 800 ETH or approximately 1.5 million. So a little bit of backdrop, bots. Bots are essentially a software program that's designed to interact with a platform. When it comes to financial trades on exchanges like cryptocurrency exchanges, bots can very quickly analyze trading data, interpret market signals and trends, 
and even spot and automatically execute trades on behalf of the user who's deploying the bot. Bots are very common in crypto trading and bots can obviously have a utility because of the lightning speed that they can effectuate trades and they can get ahead of trends in the market. But bots can also be abused. They can be maliciously, or maliciously, I should say, manipulated and could be used to, de to deceive other traders. What are some examples? So there's front running. Front running occurs when a trader through a bot anticipates a large buy or sell based on current market trends or inside information, perhaps. Before the large order is executed, the front running bot can quickly place orders and intend to benefit from the subsequent price movement caused by that large trade order. There's also a way for bots to what, do what's called order spoofing, which is essentially what is alleged in this particular example that we're talking about today. Bots can put fake orders in, making the market appear to be more bullish or bearish on a, on a cryptocurrency asset, for example, in this case, by creating the illusion of heightened demand or supply. And it can manipulate traders, or in this case, could manipulate a bot into executing a buy based upon uh, that spoof. Essentially, what the spoof is, is it's a fake order because there, there's an allegation that there's no intent to actually complete the trade, but the trade is just being executed in order to effectuate this spoof. There's, of course, pump and dumps where bots can artificially inflate the price of cryptocurrencies and benefit from that price fluctuation by effectuating a dump at the peak, profiting from the manipulated price increase. Bots have been used for wash trading. So in this particular case, this triggered a great deal of controversy in the space because the bot trade and the trade that was effectuated was tweeted by the trader and the trader essentially acknowledged that they gamed the bot and was able to influence the bot to make the purchase of these Azukis at 50 ETH. There were reactions all over the place. Some celebrated this as great gamesmanship, playing the bot uh, game and winning. Some raised ethical and legal concerns about it, that this somehow uh, was a, uh, a trade that was motivated largely uh, by the desire to game the bot, in an unethical way or in potentially a illegal way. And one of the uh, debates that surrounded this was, is what happened here known in the industry in financial circles as bid spoofing or shill bidding, is that what's going on here? So let's talk about bid spoofing. Bid spoofing is essentially a form of market manipulation that entails placing orders with no genuine intention of seeing them fulfilled. Bid spoofs can create a misleading appearance of high or low demand for an asset. In this case, the bid spoof, if that is indeed what happened here, uh, caused the bot to take the bait and buy these Azukis for well above the floor price. This is universally recognized as potentially illicit behavior in traditional trading markets. But when you're talking about crypto and NFT marketplaces, 
especially with decentralized and DeFi finance going on here and lack of real regulatory clarity, some speculate that there's a real gray area here on whether gaming bots would fall into the category of bit spoofing or shill bidding. When it comes to spoofing trades and these fake bids or offers with the intention of canceling before they're actually executed, this can be potentially uh, sanctionable conduct, either civil or criminal sanctions can apply under the commodities uh, laws of the United States, 7 USC 13A, intentionally violating the anti-spoofing rule can be prosecuted as a very serious crime. Basically what it entails is it shall be unlawful for any person to engage in any trading practice or conduct on or subject to the rules of a registered entity that is of the character of or is commonly known to the trade as, quote, spoofing, which is bidding or offering with the intent to cancel the bid or offer before its execution. And a knowing violation of this under 7 USC A 13A2 is a felony, which carries the potential maximum imprisonment of 10 years, a fine of the greater of $1 million or triple the violator's monetary gain resulting from the alleged conduct. As I noted in my post, there is also a five-year statute of limitation for prosecuting this. So prosecutors who are looking at this behavior in the traditional finance world have the option of either going after the offending party by way of the anti-spoofing code violation we just discussed or by way of a wire fraud prosecution. But wire fraud does come with a trade-off because it adds the additional burden of having to prove uh, materially false or fraudulent pretenses, representations, or promises. Essentially, what, what happens in the realm of wire fraud is that a wire fraud uh, prosecution under 18 U.S.C. 1343 charges a person with committing fraud or devising or intending to devise a scheme to defraud another of money or property using a wire, radio, or television communication. Internet clearly falls into that. The trade or fraud behavior affects interstate commerce, which is essential. And the statute has several nuances to it, one of which is this requirement that there has to be, uh, as I noted, uh, quote, um, a... Uh, and I just lost my place as I was reading, so I'm sorry, um, would require as an essential element materially false or fraudulent pretense representation. So this can prove to be a challenge because it would necessitate for prosecutors to show not only that the defendant engaged in deceptive trading, but also they made it a materially false representation or they made a materially false representation in doing so. So there, there are different ways that this can be prosecuted in the traditional finance world. What is unclear is whether this conduct could be enforced or prosecuted on digital assets. I don't know of any examples that I've seen in my cursory research. And of course, nothing I'm saying here is legal or financial advice. And of course, I'm not making any uh, allegations here. I'm just going on what's been publicly reported as the conduct uh, that's been debated in the space concerning this trade. But the issue remains, is this conduct the, the equivalent of bid spoofing, 
And is it actionable conduct when it comes to digital assets? Anyone that'd like to share some thoughts on this, of course, you're welcome to come up and join the conversation. This was fascinating to me because it illustrated an example of something that happens a lot in the space, which is utilizing bots to front run uh, trading platforms because they can execute trades lightning fast. Bots Bots can, of course, be programmed to work under certain predetermined rules and effectuate trades automatically when the bot sees certain conduct going on. And in this particular example that was discussed and went viral over the weekend on Twitter, a bot got tricked into accepting a 50 ETH bid on 12 Azukis. And that bid was a bid that was put up by the trader after noticing the bot was copy trading what that trader was doing on Blur and exploited the bot essentially by putting up 12 Azukis that the trader owned and waiting for the bot to take the bait at the 50 ETH bid price, which was well above the floor for that particular trait of Azuki, and then pulling the trigger, accepting the bid, and walked away with a pretty huge profit on this trade. So I'll put that out there for people to think about. I've got a full-blown blog post about it, if you wanted to see more on that. That's in my bio, of course. And be interesting to see if anyone has any comments on this. You're welcome to leave a comment in the thread. But I found this to be a fascinating uh, and interesting case study. And at this point, that's really all it is. This is a theoretical debate about whether, like I titled it, outsmarting bots. Is it really game theory or is it potentially market manipulation? I think the verdict is still out on this. Certainly an interesting thing to talk about and think about. As always, I appreciate everyone joining. I see that uh, we have some lawyers in the space. You're more than welcome before I wrap up for today to share your thoughts. But I just wanted to kind of summarize what happened here on this particular uh, trading scenario and kind of raise some questions about where the lines actually fall and where they are, pardon the pun, blurred. Not seeing anybody taking the bait to speak today. I'm going to go ahead and Close out the space for today. This will be available in podcast form if you miss it. Uh, Be be mindful we do this every Tuesday and Friday. And we'll continue the conversation another day. I love having you all in the space, of course, but I know you're also mostly lawyers, including Wendy, who joined us today, uh, who is a great writer for Rug Radio content creator. Thank you, as always, for joining, Wendy. But you lawyers, I know, are busy and can't always take the time to engage, but I always appreciate you coming and listening. And I see you out there tuning in after the fact. So I appreciate that as well. Thanks everyone. And I hope you have a wonderful day.